Hello. I got the black lung pop. <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Zero Strategy Podcast. This is episode 10, I want to say. Which, like, we're into double digits. I'm proud of us. I think this might also be our third week in a row podcasting consistently every Sunday. What is Benio? Jesus. <laughs> okay, so uh, I am joined today by my <laughs> my co-hosts, uh, Polar. What's up? Hello, hola. <laughs> we have got Hello. we have got Hello. just grog. Hi there. We've got the mighty kibbles. Hello. And returning from the store with the milk, we have Jabba Monkey. <laughs> I've got some bad news. You for, all this time and you forgot the milk yeah. I can't believe it you get beer though <laughs> oh, I asked over a bunch of stuff oh welcome to the club yeah Yay. so we got uh, a few yeah. interesting things to talk about today um, I'm looking forward to getting into it but as f- always to start us off we're going to do a little brief catch up with everyone see how everyone's been doing for the last week so again in the same order Polar how's your last week been what have you been up to um, I've been on night shift all week, but I still get up way too early so I can play stupid games with you guys. You do. You do get up very but early. Honestly, I wouldn't do anything else. I wouldn't have it any other way, you know? It's been a blast. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. What about yourself, Croc? How's your week been? Uh, week's been okay. Um, kind of the same as usual. Been kind of in a funk, but, um, otherwise things are good. I get a weird email from my work. I work for the city as a librarian, and... Uh, one of the emails was like, so in the coming weeks, we're going to set up these calls so we can touch base to find out what work you can do from home. And the suggestions were read a book slash magazine. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, my God. The fuck am I supposed to do with that? Um, so I don't know. It's uh, It'll be really interesting. I think they're desperate to try and figure out, one, how not to lay people off, but B, how to justify like the sal- like the budget. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll That's see. Hilarious. Like, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm doing professional development and like teaching myself how to edit. Fair enough. <laughs> Just be like, does reading Twitch chat count? I mean, that's that can be pretty interesting, honestly. <laughs> oh, social media management. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. It's a skill. Awesome. Uh, Kevils, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. I was gonna I was gonna record a video and then I came up with excuses uh, day after day after day. Nice, nice, yeah. But, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Warzone, and that's been fun, eight hours a day. You have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I, yeah! Some of those clips. I saw the one um, where you edited, like, Michael Scott in the background. Yeah. That, that made me laugh so much. I really enjoyed I that. I kill myself! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. All right, and uh, Java, not just the last week. What have you been up to since you were last in the show? How's, how's the streams oh, going? How's no, I mean, going? what a what an adventure we've got. Well, um, I worked a lot, I studied a lot, and I played a lot of video games. And then I played a lot more video games, and I forgot the milk. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, we're currently like to give a snapshot of the last week at least for games wise. You know, we're struggling through the apocalypse, so naturally, the immediate response is to pick up an MMO and live vicariously through going outside in that so i've been hooked on final fantasy 14 oh i for, uh, i thought you were gonna say monster hunter 
No, I, I had my Monster Hunter phase. I, I got through all the new content with Monster Hunter and then waiting on new stuff being released, like patch by patch, and then I go into mm -hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen. So yeah. Are you are you raiding at least uh, two meters apart? Oh yeah, naturally. Mm -hmm. There's okay. gotta be social distancing in the raids. Awesome. So <clears throat> are you like is that are you streaming a lot of Final Fantasy? I've seen you stream a lot of Monster Hunter. I don't know if I've seen you play Final Fantasy online. Not on stream. It's been a really nice just off stream game, mainly because you just zombie out, like watch your show, watch someone else's stream and play it. Sure. Um at least for MMO leveling, I feel like it's not prime content. But I've been streaming a lot that. of Valorant recently as well, which has been fantastic fun because as you know that game is way, way too good right now. Yeah, absolutely. I can't get enough of it. That is a very good transition to our first topic. Thank you, Java. You're welcome. It's almost like you knew. You're welcome. <laughs> it's like I'm a podcasting professional. Yeah. Good to be back. So yeah, the first thing we want to talk about a little is uh is Valorant. Now we talked about it before previously with regards to the fact that it had just insane viewer counts. Uh you know, these streamers were just absolutely blowing up with this, right? You know, like some of the, the people you'd expect, you know, like the summits, XQCs, uh those kind of people, just really, really big viewership. But that has led to a bit of a problem. Uh, and the problem being that there's a, uh, I guess, a pressure on these big streamers that they want to stay top of the directory, because if they've got all these, these viewers, you know, essentially they're they're making money on this, right? So they they want to stay on. And I mean, I watched a couple of weeks ago Summit do, I think like 19, 20 hour stream. You know, it was one of those days where I went to bed and he was streaming, and then I woke up the next day and he was still live. You know, <laughs> like just. Because, I mean, obviously you're going to capitalize on this, the, the extra visibility, the extra viewership, all this stuff. Um, however, some people are uh, kind of gaming the system a little bit. Uh, and what they're doing is they're running VODs. And basically they're live 24-7. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if anyone else knows any more about this or wants to explain it. But as far as I'm understanding it, they don't want to lose their spot in the directory to someone else. So when they're done streaming instead of ending the stream or hosting out or raiding out they're just basically replaying the entire vod again but they're not doing an actual twitch rerun which is a feature on twitch they're literally just live on the channel but overlaying their stream with a video from an old stream is that correct am i right in saying that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why do they do it that way what's what what, what does use, rerunning... that's the question kibbles you you're about to explain it if go they use the rerun feature it actually shows that it's a rerun if they just replay it themselves it looks like you're just live and if you so, rerun i believe staying in there <laughs> i believe when you do an actual rerun it doesn't give you priority in the directory mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i believe so and the other thing too is that depending on the the size of the streamer um at hand uh you know a lot of the big personalities, even mid-tier personalities that are cultivating, you know, um, several hundred, if not thousands of streamers at a, or viewers at a time, they aren't necessarily engaging chat that much. They're kind of just playing, they're engaging their team, you know, in voice chat. So it's like you, there's almost a, is there a duplicity in like you're tuning into a live stream that's not actually live, at, but and it's not being advertised as a rerun, you know, like, because there's no way to necessarily know what chat is then saying is even being <clears throat> picked up because right. they weren't even talking to chat in the first place exactly if that stream's got 20 to thirty thousand viewers they're not yeah. actively engaging the chat anyway so it's hard to tell which is i think yeah. <clears throat> part of the problem is that it's 
it's sort of deceptive um i guess to start off have any of you guys ever used the rerun feature on twitch never no 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 i've watched reruns yeah i've watched vods like uh with like personal intent like i'm like oh shit i Condi said he was going to be doing this thing today, or like this other streamer said he was going to be doing this thing today. Like I, I really wanted to miss that, but I was working, or like I had to run errands or whatever. And I'll go back, or sometimes I'll go back and like, if I was playing with a buddy who also streams, then I'll want to see something from their point of view, you know, like stuff like that. But usually it's kind of like an edge case scenario where I just I feel like I missed a specific thing, um, or there was a spe- specific broadcast. Mm. But yeah, I've, I've never used the actual rerun feature because I feel like that kind of defeats the... Twitch is all about the interactivity. You know, like YouTube is kind of about that um, asynchronous, like content has been created, you watch it at your leisure, you know, and it's it's made with that in mind. Twitch is kind of all about, you know, the spur of the moment. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't have that, it just doesn't... It just, I don't know, it just feels off. It feels weird. You need to go to the weirder <laughs> corners of Twitch and watch actual reruns um you know what i was iffy if i was gonna say this but you know what i don't care i like (laughs) asmr it's satisfying it's relaxing and a lot of them are rerunning constantly yeah that's a question all the time that's it. That's all. I <laughs> wow, yeah, so Polar's I just opened up to us. So I mean, <laughs> um, I just don't. I, I mean, I guess I, I didn't know that rerunning didn't keep you on the directory. I, I thought it did, but I guess not. I I don't know because it still shows on the directory. But I remember distinctly that it did used to. It used to treat you as if you were live. It was the exact same thing. The only difference was instead of the little live marker, it would say rerun, right? And I, I mean, I remember in the golden days of Ninja on Twitch, he would run a rerun, he'd get 20,000 viewers. And I remember opening up that rerun and just seeing a wall of prime subs and every second comment in chat is, is this live? Is this live? Is this live? Ninja, look at me, notice me. Like, And it was like, people don't know. And I remember streamers being frustrated because, well, they're trying to stream Fortnite. What chance do they have to grow if Ninja does streams for however many hours and then says, okay, I'm away. I'm just going to do a rerun now and just stays right there at the top of the directory. doesn't let anyone else get a chance. And I think they did change reruns for that reason, but I'm not actually sure because I've never used it myself either. I kind of feel like when you're, when you're still at the stage that chat is like the main thing, like if you're, you're a sort of quote unquote smaller streamer, reruns are effectively pointless in, in my opinion <clears throat> unless yeah. you're streaming like you're rerunning like a tournament thing or something like that like it just <clears throat> it would feel weird right and uh i i i don't know how the priority works now but i believe the reason that people are literally just live and running a vod in their obs is because then they get a higher priority over those reruns i think um now, Polar brought up the topic of ASMR, right, which is a well-known one for reruns, right? But I can I can almost understand it because I feel like the content is right for that. Isn't there? I <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't classify. We weren't, we weren't saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean that, like, for an ASMR stream, again, you're not going. Thank you very much for the five dollar donation. Like, you're not doing that, right? Did you like that, Polar? Was that? <laughs> did that do it for you? <laughs> 
<laughs> You're supposed to turn your game <laughs> They actually do that. <laughs> do they really? Do they actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They still. Yeah. They still. Ah, okay. Fair like, doing, They'll be doing their thing. And... <laughs> but it's minimal chat interaction, I assume, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, no, like, with an ASMR, you could do a stream for eight hours, record that ASMR, because I, 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 I don't consume ASMR content myself, but I, I presume. Maybe you can answer, Polar. I assume the answer is basically headphones on and just kind of zone out, not really interacting in chat, you know, because I guess a keyboard is going to just ruin that experience, right? You're just listening. So oh, no, they, they, they talk to chat. I mean, they, they interact. Chat's blowing up. They're thanking everybody. How you doing type things all while scratching and poking and prodding. And... <laughs> I guess I, else they do. I must have got the wrong Those vibe. Words you, you, need to, you, need to, you need to go check it out. It's great. <laughs> it needs a strong word. <laughs> I mean, even then, not, so that's the that case. You could, you could do an eight-hour ASMR stream, record it, and then just run reruns the rest of the week. And I, I've, I'm sure I've seen that happen in the past, but I feel like that content is more within the context of a rerun than like live game content or something, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess just what's your guys' thoughts on the whole situation right now? With uh, it's 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 funny that that ASMR does get brought up because now that I'm now that we're talking about it, and I'm thinking about it. It is almost kind of this arbitrary distinction, right? Like, I mean, what? Like, what do you, how does, just to play devil's advocate for a moment, because I'm I'm not a fan of rebroadcasting in that way, but, like, um, what is the difference? I mean, like, is, is there anything that is inherently, depending on the level of chat interaction, if chat interaction isn't really going to be there and it is someone who's just purely presenting gameplay, is there really a difference between, say, like, ASMR, like, rebroadcast versus like valorant or any other you know sort of um live twitch action sort of sh shootery gameplay like does I that think matter because I, I mean it, when when you're watching someone like if we go into any one of our ch chats when we're streaming like the whole point's not necessarily just to watch you guys play video games it's to interact with either whoever else is in chat the streamer so, I mean, interaction is a big part of the stream. So, rerunning sure. of those is kind of weird. ASMR is different because, like, like, me personally, I don't go there to interact with anybody. I don't want anybody to know I'm even there. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's got sunglasses on, the hood up. Yeah. It's, it's more I look at it as, like, a service industry. You know, I, like, I'll find one that sounds good. I, like, put it in the background so I'm not even looking at what they're doing because... It's weird. <laughs> well, on and that I note, just then, zone that out. Need to be on Twitch, could that not be on a video on demand service rather than on a live streaming service? In yeah. That case? Yeah, yeah. But wouldn't, you wouldn't be scantily clad making bank. You know what I mean? It's true. The, I, see, but that's the way that I am. I imagined most ASMR content was kind of consumed. You know, we're just headphones on. You're not really paying too much attention. You're listening, right? So there, in that case you're not going to necessarily even know that it's a rerun you're listening to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is, I think exactly. ASMR streamers probably have the right idea with that. And like, yeah, I fancy a day off today. I'm just going to rerun yesterday's stream. You know, you could still potentially be doing quite well. 
Oh, but, and I've seen in the, I've seen like pe- like when you go browse and you have the ASMR channels, <clears throat> like there'll be people that are reruns that are high. Like the top three spots will be rerun people. They won't even be live. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then that's also then the 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 question of having it it, it sort of though it enables those streamers with a larger audience to kind of just monopolize the whole thing right and that's kind of the 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 issue that i think we're having now especially with people kind of being a bit dishonest about it just streaming 24 hours a day just raking in that you know that that ad revenue whatever else of all these viewers that are coming in and not giving other people an opportunity at all especially in a game where there is like from like a a business viewership perspective fucking valorant is huge right now it's like the 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 new hotness right and i had a really good question but i've forgotten it (laughs) um i i guess sorry go on i mean part of the thing that kind of brings this to the forefront and makes it like the reason why we we thought to bring it up was about Valorant specifically because it is atypical for that genre of game yeah, uh, right. for it to be so prevalent. I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like baldly obvious that if, if the whole beta key thing wasn't part of the equation, you would not see this to the degree that it is presently. Yeah. Um, And, and I guess, I don't know, like it, it kind of begs the question, like there will this become a thing more in the future if other companies persistently use twitch as a playground for both raking in ad revenue hyping up a new franchise and also at the same time you know basically creating fodder for their beta process um it's i mean it's i think the whole drop key thing is like an interesting idea but it is funny too because you go into some of these channels and it's just people who whether they're live or whether it's just a rerun not at an actual rerun but they're just rerunning content and it's just people spamming like exclamation point give key or key or drop or whatever and it's like (laughs) and like none of that does anything but like you know then the people are asking other people in the channel like is this how i do it and like nobody fucking knows and it's just like this (laughs) sea of like shitty commentary that isn't even directed at the streamer because whether they're live or not, some of that is like people are just like, I just want to get my fucking key and get out. Um, I think it, it 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 almost you wouldn't have the rerun problem if you didn't have the key, but then the key itself almost creates a different kind of problem where it, in some ways, you're going to have viewership that isn't really there to be to to want to be engaged by the streamer. They're just there because they want to get theirs and get out. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's almost at cross purposes, you know, for what both ostensibly what both audiences are supposed to be doing like why the streamers there why the audience is there um yeah strange i don't know Hmm. i remembered what i was gonna the point i was gonna raise um and i wanted to kind of say like i think there's obviously enough people that are out there that are kind of aware enough or, or conscious enough of the situation that they're i mean i'm seeing a lot of talk of people like that know this is happening and they're actively avoiding these streams i mean i had people come into my stream today and say hey i just was scrolling down trying to avoid the 24 7 uh you know reruns and i think that's stupid and i found your channel and it's like you know people are, are actively opening the directory and going like oh, i don't like this I'm, I'm scrolling away but there's so many people particularly with the drops like you're mentioning that they they're maybe they're even brand new to twitch they don't know they just want these the, the code 
and they they don't know any the wiser and that's what's being kind of preyed on is that the, the those people don't get it my question because the reason that streamers are mad or or the reason that there's this there's a bit of drama with it is because obviously like i mentioned streamers that maybe would be at the top of the directory if big channel number three was actually offline they're not getting that chance as we know with twitch the more viewers you have higher in the directory you get ergo more viewers you get more viewers you get and it just it's a it's a snowball right and i guess this brings up does this highlight a, a, a bigger issue with twitch which is the whole discoverability because it's always been the thing that you know we talked about it previously with social media right <clears throat> a lot of these platforms have algorithms that help people find what they like and i know twitch has a recommended but really how often do you, any of you click on your recommended it's very rare for me at least and i don't think the ui is even geared towards pushing you in that direction yeah the what's that the that point always in seems tags? to be geared towards is the uh when you first hit the homepage on a desktop it's always the it's not even your recommended channels it's just the highlighted channels based around a theme i can't tell you how many times i've seen a guy walking on a treadmill just like i'm like <laughs> what the fuck is it like i don't give a shit about this like yeah. this is not recommended for me my recommendations are like buried much further down every time i see um, it, i just think twitch is just shaming me like yeah get to the gym <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's uh the thing my recommended is all like games i'm not even really interested in because i'll watch streamers like i'm a big fan of tim the Tatman. he played a lot of fortnite back in the day so tons of my recommended channels are fortnite i'm like i don't want to watch fortnite really i'm watching a stream for the 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 streamer right so and it's i i i'm not saying this is an easy problem to solve because again the 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 point of youtube is that you know that content's pre-made and you've kind of got categories you can put these into it i appreciate the same thing is sort of there with youtube but the twitch is hard because a lot of people watch for the streamer the, the the personality or the community and i don't think twitch has any way of algorithmically being like oh this guy is funny so this guy's also funny or this guy's got a cool green screen this guy also has a cool green screen there's no way of of doing that right so discoverability on twitch i think is something that they need to fix because if we look at rival streaming platforms and the, the main one i'm thinking is youtube because we know how incredibly powerful that algorithm is on youtube for recommending once they sort that out the live streaming thing their discoverability for streamers i think is going to be huge if they really decide to go in there and, and twitch doesn't have that you know so because of that that's why we get this issue coming in with people abusing it effectively um do you guys think with twitch should be banning some of these people for doing it is is it a tos issue I, i'm not familiar if, if, well, if it's a before TOS we thing. move on to that i just want to pull the room when was the last guy you got time you guys really focused on your tags on your going live on your dashboard like how much thought do you genuinely put into that and how much impact do you guys think <laughs> that actually has on your discoverability thought yes impact none yeah, I I actually I do every time. Say Notoriously the bad at them. Yes, I think one time <laughs> I've changed it. I've probably changed it three times ever, <laughs> depending on what's going on. And I think one time someone actually came in because I think right now it's like, no, no, you're attractive or something like that. And someone actually came in and was like, no, you're attractive. It was like the first time anyone was. I was like, what are you talking about? Thanks, I guess. Like, no, you're you're going live. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel the yeah. big thing with the tags is when someone comes into your channel, they're then there to see. And it's like, okay, so this person is doing PvE or PvP, new player, experienced player, end game, 
advice, leveling, whatever it might be. Um, but that, from what I understand, I don't think it has any impact on your discoverability. There's no people can search for a tag and be like, "Oh, I'm looking for." I don't think you can search tags, can you? Exactly. What's the, what is the point of <laughs> between YouTube and Twitch? Is on YouTube those tags and the algorithm has a huge effect. I th like what you put in them makes it much more discoverable. Hmm. I think I'm wondering if that could be a way Twitch could go. Yeah, no, totally. I I think they had good intentions with tags. I think effectively the only way you can use tags now is if you're in a stream already and they have a mm. tag and then you click on that tag and maybe find other streams with the same one. Mm. Um, yeah. I personally... Well, I haven't tried. Uh, yeah, see, I, I don't know. That's As as far as I know, that's the, really the only way to browse tags is you have to just find a streamer that already has that tag in there. I, I personally always put tags on even mm. though I feel like they have no impact. Like the one, if I, I was playing Death Stranding and I put the no spoilers tag on and it was like a big kick me sign of, of spoilers that just came into the stream. Like, and I was like, well, that was dumb. Like, why did I do that? You know? So like, uh, the, the, if you ever guys ever look at like your post stream stats and it'll tell you like where your viewers, like if it came from this channel, what other games your viewers are watching, there's one time where I saw that I had one viewer coming from the end game tag. That's, and in the last six months, I think that's the only time a tag has ever brought a single person to my stream. And I thought the playing with viewers tag would probably be a popular one, but I feel like, I, I just feel like they're pointless. Mm. I think the problem is, is that Twitch, I mean, Twitch knows as a company how powerful, because I mean, effectively a tag is just a metadata tool, right? So you can just flag yeah. content. The problem is, is that if you don't have a system in which you can actually leverage and utilize that information, it is useless. And the problem right now is their UI and the user experience is different, both uh, depending on the platform you're viewing it. So like if you are at least on a desktop, you can see more of the description of the channel and actually like see the tags when you're searching through the directory based on the game that you want. But when you're like, you know, looking on mobile, it, a lot of them are either cut off or you just don't see them. So right there, they're useless. As Java mentioned, I don't even know that they're searchable unless they're they seem to be hyperlinked. Like you like you could be on a channel and click one and take you to another. But I mean, if you're clicking like the PVP one and you're on, um, I don't know, let's say Valorant, and then what is it taking you to? CS:GO, like Siege Rainbow Six. Like I mean, they're very different games. Like yeah it twitch seems to be geared almost exclusively to identify what franchise or game an individual is looking for direct them to that game and then the only filtering after that is view count so like the tags don't do anything because the discoverability is based really on ad hoc kind of word of mouth stuff getting that host getting that raid getting people to you know like through third-party means by like you know Twitter or or other media channels to be like hey go check out this buddy of mine or uh, you know like this other streamer I think she makes content or whatever it is you know that seems to be sort of the grassroots level of awareness that happens to get people to go to a specific place whereas normally Twitch only seems to care about direct like title directory yeah. and then that's it it's everything that falls under that and the only ranking right now is just views and that's mm. can you type your own tag into twitch or is it just the pre pvp pve yeah you can't make your own because i think that's because that's how because youtube you can just make your own right you can just type whatever you want into it right, right. yeah right. see i think 
the the purpose that tags are serving right now <clears throat> i think a lot of people thought they would be discoverability and i feel like right now the way i view them is just to give someone a, a maybe a quicker uh description of the street of what's going on yeah. exactly right yeah. so like and at least i do feel like they're worth putting in there for the two seconds it takes and a lot of them autofill as well right like a lot of them do autofill when you put in a a, a, a game or whatever right but yeah at least you can kind of a game like destiny for example there is a million things to do you could be doing uh pve you could be doing pvp you might be in trials you might be in comp you might be you might be in gambit maybe i don't know <laughs> but like at least if i click on a destiny stream maybe they're in orbit right? well, i don't know what they're doing i can see in the tags oh competitive or oh, pvp end game maybe they're raiding like i i can see that stuff so at least without having to go in and ask the activity i can maybe get a, a, a brief idea of the stream right so that's kind of how i view them at the moment but it's it's really just i think that's that's the limit of them yeah the the only time that i've really felt like a tag has been useful but i don't think it's been useful in respect to discoverability i'm it's just like i'm more crossing my fingers and praying that it's helpful is having played more wars than recently because there isn't a dedicated directory for the battle royale mode mm. you're just under call of duty modern warfare but i do feel like the 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 warzone br is is different and substantial enough to be its own directory but because it isn't one like i'm not doing just like a multiplayer playlist you know like deathmatch style stuff like i'm doing this totally different thing and if that's the focus of the stream there is a battle royale multiplayer tag and so i throw that on if i stream it because i figure like well maybe if people are skimming through they'll see and they're looking for warzone explicitly maybe they'll know that this is that channel um but i yeah i don't know yeah it's tough um like i say do you, getting back to the the sort of topic of the discoverability and the, the valorant streams um, do you guys think Twitch needs to take any action on this? Do you think it's best that they just kind of let this ride this one out? Anyone, any thoughts? I I think it's just going to be, I mean, I don't know what they, they probably won't do anything about it. Cause I mean, there's nothing really wrong with it. I mean, yeah, it might screw some people over that, you know, they might be higher up on the directory than someone that's, I mean, cause it, you're streaming your content so i mean i don't yeah. think you're like breaking any rules there it's weird but i mean i don't know if it's necessarily rule violating weird yeah and i i would hope they wouldn't take action immediately without first clarifying to people being like hey if they do have a problem with it they should explicitly state hey uh don't do this stop doing this yeah Instead of just immediately going yeah. no <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and in, ba in Valorant's case, you you do have this <clears throat> sort of like outside influence of the whole beta key thing, mm. like that. It, it you would ha you can't you couldn't also make a broad blanket decision to how uh, reruns that or sorry not reruns but just like rebroadcasting while live. Like you couldn't base that solely on a uh, a directory right now that is trending in a certain direction based purely on outside influence like say having this beta key process because then you know then it would f affect other things like as fuller mentioned asmr it's it's big in that and 
if people don't take umbrage so true true and the yeah. valorant situation likely will blow over in a few weeks as the as the more and more people get these these drops and and you know the hype dies down a little bit um but it is interesting because we mentioned before that this whole move by riot with valorant was kind of genius it's win 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 right the game's getting a lot of attention and hype the developers are probably making bank streamers are getting growth and making good money as well twitch as a platform is probably up in viewership like it is win-win because people are hyped about the game you know and people are getting to jump into this game for free if they get a code and all they've got to do is watch streams like it's it is win-win and we sort of said that we can see maybe other companies doing this in future um and i'm just wondering if twitch will maybe update their tos or something before another one of these events happen well it is i think it's win-win based on who you are your connectivity because True, the yes. initial batch of streamers that get it clearly are at the they have huge advantage you know anyone else who's going to come along is you know it's it's going to be this like trickle down process of like well you've already headhunted these like 10 to 20 people that you want to give access to it but you've basically guaranteed those people are going to get a fuck ton of pre-roll you know um ads you know through their channel based on viewership they're going to get potential subs in gifted subs as hype trains come through and like so that those people, because either they were lucky, because of their they're well connected, because they just know how to network, um, because of just they have a long standing presence in that directory, or just with that game, or with the genre, you know, they they get treatment up front, which then you know allows them to kind of leverage this process more, so that that they could potentially create a body of content that allows them to be more likely to rerun it. Um, whereas if you're a small streamer and you just do like you know four hours of content. Uh, rerunning the same four hours of content, people will start to figure that out pretty quickly. But if you're already doing, like, you know, like you said, Summit did on a 19 hour stream, um, not that Summit's rerunning his shit, but like, if you wanted to, I mean, how would you remember exactly which bomb planting at which point and yeah. which hour did, you know, like you, it all just blurs together at a certain point. So the people up front, it's win, win, win. It's the people down the line, people like now who aren't, are never going to, to break into even like the top or like let's say the bottom 60th percent of the directory because they're just going to be squashed down yeah i don't know no, i agree it's uh it's a tough situation and i i'll be interested to see what twitch do about it if if anything um you know that they won't i feel like they're not going to be happy about it just my thoughts because it does seem like the community that's aware of what's going on doesn't like it as a whole i don't think i've seen anyone defend it really um because it just it just feels shady you know it's mm. it, it kind of yeah i mean unless anyone else has got any uh input on this topic it does kind of lead us into our next topic uh which was building trust with your audience and i i feel like the valorant streams particularly for people who maybe don't know it is a little bit um it's a little bit dishonest you know uh, passing it off as a live stream when it's it's not um but yeah, so we wanted to talk a little around how to build trust with your audience and, and as a as a side to that kind of grow and develop a community. Um, what do, I mean, Grog, and this was kind of your topic that you brought to us. Do you want to give us a kind of an overview, what you think or, or what, you know, what you want our thoughts on? I, I think that like people can cultivate, I mean, as a, as 
as a content creator, you can cultivate trust a couple different ways. You know, some of it is maybe how you um, engage your chat midstream. You know, if something, let's say something happens, there's a troll in chat, or maybe, you know, there's um, a, an argument even just between two chatters, how you navigate that, you know, can kind of like, it, it, there's like certain optics that you're creating around how you as a streamer are going to handle content in the future and how you're going to handle it in the present. And that's going to like tune some people out or tune, tune more people in. They see if you handle it in a, an interesting way or a mature way, that could be a, a turn on for people. Whereas like if you're just, you know, you say something cringy, uh, like, you know, you could buy their house <laughs> or like buy oh. the bank that owns their house. Yeah, like <laughs> like that, that it could erode trust. Um, but I mean, it's also things like, you know, if you have a schedule, how regular is it? Do you just go and stream by the seat of your pants when you feel like it? Like, um, how do you, I don't know, like there's, there's people that come into stream that, um, you know, are regulars. Do you try and remember key factoids about them to kind of personalize the experience or, you know, do you, I, I notice that a lot of people here on like the panel will go out of their way to be like, how do you pronounce your name? You know, like, I don't want to say it wrong, you know, or, and I think like that is just a small thing, but it's like, it's a, it's Type a small but courteous action. Yeah, like it's a small <laughs> but courteous thing. So like if somebody has, you know, kind of weird phrasing or or if it's rooted in a, a different language, like you don't want to like fuck it up. And then every time you're saying it, it just comes off as a slight because you couldn't be bothered to ask. Mm. Um, and I think that there's lots of little ways that like trust. Well, obviously trust matters, but it's it's how you go about cultivating. And I was just kind of curious, like, you know, some of the things that people do either with their mods or with themselves as a streamer to make sure that they, they have a, a welcoming environment for, for the, for their viewership. I think it's different depending on your kind of level at it, because there's probably more, <clears throat> there's more viewer streamer engagement on the lower end. I think I feel because when you're at like, look, I mean, summit with his Valorant streams, he's got, I mean, the first day he had what, like a hundred thousand people or something like that on his stream. He's not talking to chat, you know what I mean? Like, he's not yeah. building any trust with those people or doing anything with them other than, like, get your drops type of thing. I don't know. And so, like, I feel like the the bigger focus on that is on smaller streamers because they actually, you know, you can have the time to actually look at chat, read chat, interact with the people that are coming back, seeing those names again. And I'm, I'm not saying that it, it doesn't happen because, I mean, Glad's a good example. He he does really good at interacting with his chat, even though, I mean, he's a big streamer. He's got a bunch of people in there blasting up his chat all day long. But um, it, it's different depending on kind of your level of interaction, how many people are, you know, just kind of blowing up your chat. Well, I think the consistent thing across, like, any size of stream, and at least this is kind of the streams I enjoy and what I try and emulate, is the sense of community. Be it in your chat, in your Discord, through Twitter, Hell, if you've got a Skype group call because you're rocking that OG system and you just love Skype so much, however you do it, it's that sense of community. It's that bond you build with the people who come to watch your stream and your audience and then eventually your community, the people who come back, who hang out with, who will join you for games, who will always be there as the regulars. Even if your chat's popping off, it's making sure you engage with everyone and let them know that you appreciate them being there and that they're their presence and their part of the community matters. I think that's the big thing. And that's um, actually a pretty good point too. Cause I mean, you're talking, I mean, 
if even if you are bigger and your your chat is going crazy and you you're newer to the streamer and you see them interact with the regulars you know they know their name hey how how's it going hey your dog was in the hospital or how'd that go and you know you see them actually you know getting personal with just to you a random person in the stream um and you can be like oh like he actually or they actually um you know care about the people that are still there type of thing and it can kind of maybe push someone to be like i'm going to keep with this and to be part of the community rather than just kind of watching the community yeah i think the thing is to remember is that a lot of these big big streamers have done that already right mm, you know yeah. summit is a guy who's been around for like i don't know centuries like he's been streaming for so long and he's built that trust with his community and if you remember i don't know if i want to bring this up but if you remember a while ago i say a while like a few years ago summit he he kind of broke that trust with his community when he streamed with logan paul if you remember was it logan mm. paul i think it was logan paul and his chat hated that you know and there was like a big rebellion and he did a stream with like no cam didn't talk to his chat and he he sort of built he he mended that he built those bridges back up again but that's an example of like even a big streamer like that he built the trust with his community by having the same consistent brand the same you know i guess schedules part of it but like he built that up from from being a small streamer because everyone starts somewhere and even at that size you know the, uh, the, the sort of large viewership and community that he has that trust can still be broken you know you're not ever immune to that um so i guess just if we we're to break this down this whole topic why do you want to to build trust what is the benefit of it you're just starting your stream why is it important to have that sort of community value i think it's a it's a core it's the bottom of the pyramid that supports your stream because um Give me a second. I I definitely didn't just blank out everything I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I promise. It's never happened before. Improvise. Uh, I'll get kidding. Someone else go. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> well, we'll edit that in post. Think... Don't worry, Polar. It's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> to, to, to springboard off of it, I think the, the reason why trust is an integral part of the foundation of any channel, uh, whether it's whether it's consumed live or whether it's consumed, you know, like asynchronously like YouTube, it's because there is a certain amount of respect that you can demonstrate for your viewer where you value their time, you know, think about like, let's not even think about Twitch for a second. Let's think about YouTube. There's so many YouTubers that get shit for, um, you know, trying to hit the 10 minute mark so that they can monetize the material. And so that they have these long introductions, they don't get to the point, you know, there's a lot of like rambling. And I think some people do filler well, and they can, you know, it's obvious that they're either trying, you know, they need to squeeze in some ad placement or they're trying to like pad a little bit for time, but they can do it in an interesting way. And then other people where it's just like, it's, it just feels onerous. Like you're, you're just like, oh, just I'm, how far do I have to fucking scrub to get to the content here? And I think there can be a distinction where you're not always, people may not always be valuing their viewers' time. And if that means that you're, maybe if you're live, you're just, 
everyone's going to miss comments and chat. Things will scroll by too fast that you don't hit. Um, but then there's some people who, you know, you tune into a channel and they're just not making any effort. Um, obviously, you can make concessions for like a really big viewer. If there's thousands of people watching, they're not going to be engaging the same way. But I think that there are a multitude of little things that add up so that you feel valued. You feel like feeling recognized, like getting a shout out for like a donation or for bits or for a subage or for a host or whatever is like a nice little dopamine hit. But also at the same time, it's just being seen and feeling like you're engaging in this thing, which is meant to be interactive. Um, I, at least from a Twitch perspective, um, if you, if you don't feel trusted or rather you don't feel like you have the trust of the viewer, like, or the, the streamer, like, it's just, why stay? Like, what, what incentive for, there's other channels where you, eventually you'll stumble across one where you feel like a welcome part of the community. If you don't ever feel welcome, I, I mean, like, why, it's, it's, it, it translates to everything. If you go to a restaurant and the service is bad, it, you just go to a different restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you just go to a different yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, a great analogy, honestly. <laughs> um, so what I want to do, if you guys are on board with this, just go around and give one tip, each person one tip on how they... We didn't talk, we didn't talk about this. I'm not one thing that you do... <laughs> sorry, well, you're going last polar, so you'll have plenty of time to think about it, but you can't oh. copy an answer. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm upset that I'm going last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going last? <laughs> I, uh, I want to give punished? everyone to give one example of maybe something that they do or, or advice that they would give to to build that community like what's one thing that you do java's got his notepad out i like it yeah sorry i'm, I'm trying to find where this was in the script yeah <laughs> we're off script baby we're, we're just we're, we're winging it uh grog hit me with one one tip or one thing that you do to to build that uh for me one thing that i've tried to work on recently is scheduling trying to make sure that i am consistent now, obviously, some people have that, like, they work, they have a busy class schedule, or they have a busy work schedule, and they kind of have to go live when they can go live. Mm -hmm. Now, like, for me, I'm in a position where I can create a schedule, and I think it's important both for me and for the viewers, because I have people message me if I'm a little late, not necessarily, like, to the minute, but, like, you know, if something came up, and I failed to notify people via Twitter, I failed to, like, do the due diligence to be like, oh, shit, something came up, I'm going to be running late today. You know, then I get messages like, hey, is everything okay? Or like, uh, you know, uh, is there a stream today? And I'm not necessarily looking at it like I've broken their trust, but I mean, I have broken their expectation. And so what I want to do is make sure that I have a kind of a, a definitely a firm start, a kind of a relative end time in mind. And that, that way I have it planned out. And if I'm going to be 20 minutes late, I'll post to that effect saying as such. And I'll try to explain why. Just keeping dialogue open and the communication for me, I think, is outside of stream can be important for cultivating trust cool so schedule consistency with that and, and communication sounds good java what yeah. do you what do you think all right i'm already noticing we're going to run out of saying similar things towards but that's the end. that's I've okay. got to really i've really got to agree the big thing for me is um like consistent schedule is definitely a big part over the winter like with work that kind of went out the window a bit and i realized like getting back into streaming more regularly exactly as grog said it's about communicating outside of the stream time. It's like saying, okay, I will be running late. This has come up. Getting conversation engaged with your community outside your time for streaming as well. Um, and making sure people know that the time they invest into you, you're equally investing into them. I think it's, especially with Twitch being a live service platform, 
it is about that i hate using the term live service that just makes me think <laughs> but being a live platform it is about that two-way dialogue it is about making more of that effort to continue that interaction with everyone because that i've i mean i've always said this myself the biggest joy of streaming is having that interaction while you're live and then maybe with the lockdown having more free time it's realizing well i've got more of this time i would like to extend that outside make sure those people that i've missed out on who couldn't make it to a stream be it time zone their own personal stuff make sure i'm keeping that interaction going with them and mm. to completely yoink from chat, as Adi said, following <laughs> through with what you've said, delivering on those things, making sure that it's not just empty service and showing that meaning to your actions, like giving back to what everyone gave to you, like to reference what we said earlier about valuing their time. Ultimately, like it all starts with everyone starts as a viewer. And mm -hmm. even though they're not following, they're not subbing, they're not donating, like any of that stuff that some people put their, I, I personally feel incorrect focus on. Ultimately, it starts with the time someone takes to watch your stream and engage with your content. And it's giving some of that back and saying, well, here's my time that I want to give back to you as an engagement and as a build of this relationship and this trust in what we're doing here. Yeah. Connie actually paid me to go into his chat the first time. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, same. That's same, the yeah. that's the thing we yeah we <laughs> don't talk what? about. Is you, you, you... It was like, you got oh, paid. Oh, wait, we weren't meant to tell Kibbles. Uh, <laughs> wait, you box. guys are getting paid? <laughs> um, Kibbles, if you can uh, think of anything, what, what, what would you say as a, a bit of advice uh, or something that you do? Outside of those, outside of something really simple, like just saying hello to people and making sure you're trying to keep conversation because you're obviously not going to start off as a big streamer, so you don't need to really worry about Oh man, I can't keep up with chat. There's too much going on. <laughs> so it comes in. Say hello. You gotta talk to them. You can't just ignore them. <laughs> it, it makes it really awkward because I've come into chats before and I'll see things come up and they'll just go and not say anything. It's like, oh, that that was weird. Maybe they don't like that person. And then it happens a couple more times. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> so really, just kind of putting that um, out there that you really need to look at what's going on, react to it have a conversation, maybe try and further the conversation a little further. But outside of what you guys already said, there's not much else I can think of really. Yeah. I'm, Small brain. I think that's a good one. Making sure to Small brain. It's hurt. it's an obvious one, which is probably why you don't you don't necessarily think of it. But yeah, literally talk to chat. Mm -hmm. It's what you're there to do. That's like that's priority number one. It should always be, really. Um Assuming that's the kind of, I mean, if you're a professional player that's playing tournaments, maybe it's not priority number one. But for the, the vast majority of us, yeah, talk to chat. That's 100% it. Uh, Polar, since I've uh, just done you dirty and left you to last, <laughs> you got anything? I mean, I know there's other things that you do. That, I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hit me with it. Yeah. Big brain thoughts. Oh, that's wow. right. <laughs> Notes taken. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, that was his shopping list, by the way. <laughs> it just said... Beer, beer, yeah. beer. V8 um, celery, V8 celery. Yeah, okay. That's never entering my grocery list. <laughs> um, one thing I think is important is, uh, it hasn't been mentioned yet, scheduling. Um, that was, a, that was a joke. You already said schedule. Okay. Oh, God. oh that was so... I thought that was oh going to be so God. awkward there. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. 
No. I wasn't um, going to so, say anything. I was going to let you just talk. Like, no. <laughs> Everyone's like looking at each other like, what is Polar going on? Uh, <laughs> is he actually awake? Did he wake up yet? Is he drunk now? No. Oh, um, <laughs> scheduling, yes, is important. Um, I think for me anyway, because it's true to kind of how I am IRL, as the kids say, um, honesty being real and being true to yourself when you have people in there, people can sense it. Whether, like, when I'm watching somebody and I'm just like, you seem like a tool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you don't seem real. You seem fake. And I hate that. And so the best thing and the best tip I can do is just when people are finally there after, you know, you have your, you know, do everything else that all the other people said, um, is just be yourself um, be honest and uh, don't try to don't try to be something else thinking that it's going to gain you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Organic growth doesn't come from that. Mm-hmm. It comes from people wanting to hang out with you, not you pretending to be somebody else. Um, so that's what I got. Condi. Yeah, like ultimately, like it's easy, especially when you first start streaming, to doubt like, well, will people like me? Will people like the kind of person I am? Will they want to hang out with who I am, ultimately stick true to who you are, because mm-hmm. like it won't be for everyone, it's gonna be people like oh, this guy's loud and annoying, this guy's Comedy. just really oh, laid that's... back and doesn't care, this guy's got a terrible sense of humor, or whatever, like Polar <laughs> <laughs> wow. also as we have advice, don't just like, take jabs at your friends, you know? and genuinely <laughs> like you for who you are like those are the ones that are gonna matter, like if you're pretending to be someone else, yeah it might attract more people to try and like cast a wide net but if that's not who you truly are, eventually, like, you're going to run out of energy to try and pretend to be that person, or they're just going to move on to someone else. Be you. However weird you are, embrace it. Own it. And just... There's always going to be an... There is an audience for everything and everyone. Anybody who's Learning been more and more. anywhere <laughs> on the darkest corners of YouTube and the web, <laughs> there are... There is an audience for everything. Yeah. And you are that audience. There's, there's, there, I mean, there's a comment by by Addy in chat, which I thought was really good, which is just fakeness can be detected a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. It, you, you got to be yourself. You, you can't. I mean, you can embellish things. You know, obviously, you know, like there's, there is. Some, sometimes maybe you're not feeling like up for it. You know, everyone has a bad day. Sometimes you just need like to. Not fake it, but like you're you're trying to project a little bit more when maybe you know you're feeling a little down, a little more turning inward, and that kind of stuff is like fine. I think it's like when you're like um, Polar was saying, like when you're trying to cultivate this persona that isn't really you, it's not sustainable, mm-hmm. um, unless you literally have to become that person. But it's like, well, if you weren't that person to begin with, like how much effort are you really gonna have to dedicate to becoming this individual that you aren't? Um, there was a comment. I mean, I'm, I'm all for personal growth and changing who you are as a person through learning through experience and that kind yeah. of mindset. But yeah, like if you're going to do that, commit to it. You, like people will change as a person, especially as a streamer. Like when you're putting yourself out there, like people's behaviors and <clears throat> beliefs and attitudes will change. But yeah, don't fake it. There is a. There is also a question. Hear that, ladies? By. T- <laughs> Oh wait, Lord, a question the by Dennis in chat, uh, which which I think is relevant to this, uh, which was where do you build a community when it comes to streaming? Um, you know, do you start with Twitter, Discord, what? 
Well, personally, I stream on Twitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I I saw that question as well. I think like particularly I, with I think what... cult continuing to cultivate outside the channel. Exactly. I guess, is maybe the and Java made the that point in his, which was to be communicating off your like allotted stream time, right? When you're <clears throat> when you're in your free time or you're just you're you're not live. Um, <clears throat> for me it's it's discord all the way because twitter banned me right so you know <laughs> i um i am all my twitter like i'm putting zero effort into twitter from now on i hate those guys <laughs> please don't ban me again i'm gonna have to go to three y's at the end of my name it's gonna be terrible um discord is i i think the the best uh it, 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 we use it for everything like Discord is like the first thing I click on when I turn on my computer every day. I can I can have multiple group chats. I've got DMs to people. I've got all these different servers where I can go in and just chat to, to different communities. And you know, your Discord is where your 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 loyal your loyal's not a good word. I don't think your kind of most invested community members are going to be the people that really feel like they're part of that community. Maybe die for you the ones that want to get to know the community and you die for you is maybe a little strong <laughs> but like those people that want to really kind of get to know you and your community more are probably more likely to be in your discord and to be able to chat i to always you wondered why kibbles had that ride or die channel oh <laughs> i'm just waiting on a phone call when he needs a favor you know <laughs> Can you move a body? <laughs> um, I just want to quickly say a couple other points, which are things that were in the original sort of topic list for um, for you know building trust with your community is the the remembering little factoids about your community. Uh, when I was first starting, many many years ago, when I was a young lad with no beard, um, somebody told me your first few viewers are your best friends, right? And as that scales. They're your best friends that are coming in there. The loyal people that are there every day, you, especially when you're first starting, everybody that comes into chat, assuming they're not troll, they're your best friends. Remember stuff about them, right? And at, what I found was that at first, it was like, okay, this person came in and said this thing. Try and remember that, you know, bank that somewhere. So next time they come in, I can ask them, oh, how was... I oh you were building a computer how's that going or like oh I know you weren't feeling very well you're feeling better today things like that and what you notice is that it, it's so natural over time if you do that it just becomes natural and now yeah. you know the people that are in my chat I know a lot of their interests I I'm able to talk to them about things and hopefully usually remember things we were talking about previous streams and I feel like that goes a huge way you know it, it makes a massive difference and it's so easy to do to get started and, and like i say after a while you won't even think about it. it it's it is just part of that being a friend to people because that's what you're there for right and you have to remember they're not necessarily just viewers they are your community they're your friends and you should know things about them right um makes a huge huge difference so <clears throat> definitely a good tip when you're starting out uh the other thing was which i think is interesting is how you deal with certain situations such as trolls or difficult members of the community right uh now i think we've probably all experienced maybe somebody who's just kind of toxic maybe they're not like a straight up troll that needs banned but there's there, there's maybe some toxicity they're prickly and they're maybe affecting your chat how you deal with that can set a precedent because um you could have five viewers right now maybe you don't want to ban this person because you don't want to go down to four viewers 
but what you don't realize is that person might be putting two or three other viewers off and they're not going to come back so handling those i think is really really important you're all laughing and i feel like i've missed something but i'm assuming check, check <laughs> i can't check discord because <laughs> it will mess right. up the stream but um yeah i think that's a good one so like i mean how would you guys suggest dealing with that situation if you've got a troll i mean how do you guys handle trolls currently okay <laughs> for our audio <laughs> listeners you know what just watch the youtube video of this you'll understand <laughs> Um, I, um, as far as trolls go, I, I, I usually take a, a pretty relaxed approach to it. Like for, if, if someone comes in and says something that's just straight up offensive, you just go, you know what? This isn't the place for that. Please take that elsewhere. It's just a zero tolerance policy on that. If someone comes in with a silly joke, that's a bit on the cuff or they come in with a silly username, I usually like to go over the, oh, nice try. Or, oh, you almost got me. Like take it very lighthearted. I think for the most part, like someone might just be it might just be their sense of humor it might be someone who wants to come engage with your community but their way of doing that is just to be a bit of a troll like as you said about regulars you excluded trolls earlier i was like nah when it comes to me like some of some of the people who've been in my community the <laughs> longest time are the biggest trolls i know and i love them for it like that might just be someone's sense of humor and i think taking a very light-hearted and open approach to it is usually something i go for but like i say barring anything that just crosses a line and is unnecessary um for the most part, yeah, just if someone comes in with a, a bit of a truly sense of humor, play to it and see. Like, get to know people. Be open to meeting new people on Twitch, even if they are a bit of a lover of shenanigans. <laughs> like Something um, to, to kind of bounce off of that, because uh, I absolutely agree, and what what Condi said, too, at the start about setting precedent is something to bear in mind. I worked for um, just a brief thing about me. I worked for nine years in mental health uh, with beha like behavioral health and psychiatric patients. And <laughs> here's the thing that a lot of people forget is that negative attention is still attention. Mm. Doing the bad thing, people who are not self-aware enough to realize why they're doing the thing to act out to get the attention in the first place, who are acting like a troll, um, sometimes they're just looking for validation and attention. And there's people obviously who like maybe craft the perfect joke and they're very you know kind and considerate and whatnot and they get attention in chat and the person who's trolling might see that and be like well i can get attention in chat and they say a thing that's like real edgy or they say a thing that is like um slightly taboo but like you know like you said just just on the border there and mm. it's like they may not be thinking i'm doing this to get attention but i mean it's just on a subconscious level that's what they're getting and for me i think you sometimes have to also play it delicately whether or not you even engage it because sometimes by engaging it you validate it and by validating it then you give them more cause to continue to chime in i don't really get trolls in my channel thankfully that often um, on occasion i get people who try to escalate things or be very provocative and if i can kind of sometimes if it's not something that i need to say hey that's that's way over the line don't say shit like that um if it's just more of a they're trying to push buttons i just don't let them push my button yeah. so like i just don't even acknowledge it if somebody else like then sticks to the conversation at hand and we were talking about films we were talking about the game itself you know i'll engage that next person and i just don't acknowledge it um if it is something that's going to affect others in the chat or it's already affecting others i think that's the point that i usually want to step in um, unless it's sort of a red card right off the start but Sometimes I just don't want to engage that troll because doing so just elevates them. You know, it 
it it's a sound bite that let's say somebody's not even watching they just have you on in the background they're just kind of listening now they're hearing about this person and that's kind of what they want you know they they want to be validated so i think I it always, can cut both ways yeah i always like to go for the extend the olive branch if they come in with something trolly like right off the bat engage them say hello to them give them the opportunity to as, as you said perfectly they might be subconsciously looking for the attention and that's the vehicle and the method by which they look to get it do you say hey how's it going hope you're having a good day like get them engaged maybe that's their way of trying to reach out for that engagement and if you provide it to them in a positive manner you you've made a you've made a new contact they now feel comfortable to start talking about things and start engaging in your chat and in your stream yeah and as you say they're just going to keep rolling out the yeah the silliness and if go. they're going to be disruptive to everyone else and bring an uncomfortable air to things then there's a different and route it can to go really either way you can't really judge mm -hmm. it at first because i've had people come in like that before and they stick around they come in every now and then and then another one came in last week said someone a little weird and went huh all right well how are you doing they didn't say anything after that they came in yesterday again and said something just dive bombed it <laughs> ah, okay that's all right <laughs> yeah i think the thing is <laughs> it's sometimes you know i have had people that are still members of my community they come in and maybe they say something that's a little like like a little bit of like a dark joke or something <clears throat> and i always think as long as it's not hurting anyone like as long as it's not hatred aimed at me or someone in chat even if it's aimed at me i mean the amount of things aimed at me even during this hour and hour and 10 minute podcast <laughs> honestly uh, i'm kind of i've developed a thick skin about it right but like mm. if somebody's coming in and saying something about another member of the chat <clears throat> that i think is hateful or inappropriate yeah get them gone but if somebody's maybe just coming in with an edgy joke it's not hurting anybody i i like to do this you know extend the off branch like you were saying and I, i've had people that came in like that and i've maybe ended that stream being like Ugh, i'm gonna keep an eye on this person and then they're fine i had somebody like that today that came in and, and made a kind of a weird joke and i was like mm, okay and i just sort of didn't really acknowledge it said hello and then they were completely normal for the rest of the stream pretty nice person just hanging out like it, it, it can sometimes go both ways sometimes i think being too strict can be a problem and just drive people out because mm -hmm. you don't want to mm -hmm. be sure. in no fun zone uh however i've been on the other hand of this where i had a community member who was just very argumentative and didn't really ever do anything over the line they never i, I necessarily said anything that i felt was ban worthy but they were very um sort of pig-headed very stubborn and they just liked to argue and over the course of two or three weeks it became too much and i had to eventually step in and ban and that caused it to escalate and their sort of true side came out it all turned very nasty and i was sitting there after that stream just annoyed at myself that i hadn't taken action quicker i mean you can't we can't tell the future right we don't know how someone's going to be but i it was a kind of a big lesson for me that okay i maybe let things slide for too long and that became and i wouldn't be surprised if if people stopped watching my stream based on that because when an argument breaks out in the chat between people like it's very difficult to try and stay positive and you know yeah. it's uh, nobody likes breaking up their content to go guys can we just stop fighting <laughs> like you know and then also yeah. you don't like it's hard not to take sides and it just it's a mess so i think there is definitely a very fine balance and nobody's going to get it right 100 percent of the time but if it's impacting your chat, other members of your community, or the overall vibe, you have to step in quick and just make sure that's dealt with. Mm -hmm. That's my absolutely. Because they also, like for me, I mean, it's just one of those. It's one of those things where you have to you have to look at it. it 
I don't unless it's like uh, like the obvious ones where it's just like nah, get out of here type of thing. I mean, we all know what those are, and yes, they're not your beard sucks. Can't. Yeah, <laughs> immediate ban. <laughs> you shaved your head. You look terrible. <laughs> Scuffed Tim the Tatman. Exactly. Not anymore. He but shaved I mean, his beard. I was heartbroken. He did. Yeah, he shaved. Yeah, he shaved his beard. I saw that. I, cr- I cried. I cried different. myself to sleep. Anyway. Well, now, now I best. You're kind of like. You know, there can only be one, so you basically won, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's what happened right now, right? Yeah. You won? Yeah, I wore You are the Highlander. You are the Highlander. <laughs> but it, it's just one of the things you have to, like, look at kind of all sides of it. Because a lot of times I look at it, I look at, depending on what it is, I look at it as almost a test on me. Is this, what's this guy's personality? How does he, you know, they come in and be like, you're garbage. How you, you were like, Oh, insta ban it's like eh, i mean really or, or just gonna be like nah you're right i i am absolute garbo i, I don't know it, just whatever whatever it is just i, I see sometimes as a, almost like a just a test for me um they're just testing you just to see kind of like eh, you, do you, you kind of vibe with me or are you kind of like uh i don't know maybe that's just me because i'm a sarcastic asshole and so it's like <laughs> that's what i would do i don't know <laughs> i mean same <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Awesome. Well, listen, um, we did get a question in chat. I don't think we have time to dive into this today because this looks like a, a, a meaty topic, right? So let's. So the question was to do with moderators. I think we table that for next week. Come back to that. Um, let's wrap up the show here. First of all, uh, I just want to say thank you for everyone who's been watching in the, the, the live stream. I do really appreciate it. We all do. Um, first of all, then, uh, well, second of all, let's uh, do some, some shout outs. So, Grog. Where can people find you on the internet? And do you have anything you want to plug? Do your thing. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at gamer underscore grog because Twitter reasons. Um, just can't get the handle you want sometimes. Uh, you can find me on Twitch uh, and YouTube at just underscore grog. Um, I don't have as much, like, I, I don't have a lot of video content out on YouTube and we're going to fix that, but I am, like, streaming regularly uh, four, sometimes five days a week now. And um lauren my wife and i have been doing some like fun brief streams together so hopefully we can do more of that in the future awesome thank you uh and uh, well we'll save java for last let's go uh polar next where can everybody find you what do you want to plug you can find me on the twitters at polar underscore j with a zero instead of o because of twitter um sir humps on instagram I forgot about this. I need to find that yeah. account still. <laughs> and uh, Twitch, you know, the polar underscore J, you know, it's there. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, Kibbles. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, where I stream seven days a week. I'm just doing a lot of Warzone. YouTube, where I'm going to be doing a video on, hey, look, Dungeons & Dragons animated series. Awesome. Yeah. And Twitter with DA instead of, well, it looks like AD, um, instead of the, because Twitter. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. And uh, Java, where can everyone find you? What do you want to plug? Well, you can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash javamonkey underscore, because, well, there's a story there for another time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't change your username on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, they won't let you change it back. Even for a meme. Um, even for, especially for a meme. 
<laughs> um, you can also find me on Twitter with the same Jabba Monkey underscore consistent branding. It's the key. Speaking of which, no underscore on YouTube. It's literally just Jabba Monkey. You can find me there. Um, thank you to Quarantine for giving me more time to upload YouTube content. And uh, finally, um, we have a Discord server as well that I've done a bunch of overhaul on recently. So we obviously play a variety of games, Destiny, um, Final Fantasy XIV, Valorant, Borderlands, and Monster Hunter. So really cultivating a community there. would love to see uh, people drop by and say hello and spend some time with us all there. Awesome. And you will also, icing on the cake, find me on the Zero Strategy podcast again <laughs> very Yay! soon. Yay! I'm actually back. That's amazing. I'm glad, we're glad to have you back. We've missed you. I'm glad to be back. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> um, all right. And I'm Condi Fly. You can find me on Twitch, uh, YouTube, uh, everywhere of Condi Fly. Twitter has an extra Y on the end. Uh, <laughs> because again, I'm. But didn't. What, what happened? I'm I mean, kind of a. Had your name, I'm right? kind I of mean... a bad boy. I'm kind of a rebel. And uh, I was actually banned. You know. It's no big deal. It's nothing. Nothing. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so, uh, you can find me there. And also, I just want to say, um, if you are listening to the audio version, we do stream this live on Twitch. Uh, the channel is twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast. Uh, we also have a YouTube, which is zero strategy uh, and a Twitter. So if you could check us out all out there, uh, all of these episodes get posted onto Spotify and then some point in the next five to seven weeks, the YouTube channel gets an upload as well. Um, Excuse we, you. Yeah. <laughs> we also, very excitingly, we have uh, some content that we've been working on uh, unrelated to the podcast, uh, some group content that's going to be coming out to that channel. I, I have been working all through the night to, to edit these videos, and I would really appreciate it's, it's if you really guys good. check it out. Super good. So the Zero Strategy YouTube channel, that will be up some point in this coming week. Uh, and if you like it, let us know so we can do more. Um, yeah, next week, we're going to start doing daily uploads. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> even, even with the lockdown, I don't have time for that. So, um, But yeah, if you guys would check out. Um, also, um, anyone watching in the live stream, we're going to go do a raid. So if you could stick around for just a few minutes, uh, that would be much appreciated. Um, we're going to end the podcast here. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you guys next week.